good morning, wherever you are. It's your man V. You're now tuning to Wrapped Up Radio, wherever it's hip hop culture. We got you covered. I'm here with my man Bernard and my cousin Kyle. What up, Kyle? Man, it's been good. I'm chilling. Good to hear from, get to hear from y'all. It's been some technical difficulties, but we back live in the <laughs> We back. We never we back. left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Bernard, what up, man? What's going on? What's up, y'all? Man, y'all, you know, reporting live from ATL. I'm in, you know, D.C. or whatever. But, I mean, you know, I think y'all y'all been living a life down there, going to release parties, you know, eating eating free chicken, eating free, you know, hors d'oeuvres, drinking, you know, bottomless mimosas or whatever y'all do down there. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Bottomless mac and cheese. Yeah, y'all living the life down there. But um but on previous podcasts we said that this was an interesting part of the year. This was you know quarter number one. Everybody is basically dropped in 2013. Um, and so if you wanted to get an early jump on the year this would be the perfect time for, you know, quarter number one in 2014. And we had a pretty busy first quarter, uh, you know, with some big names and some emerging names. So, you know, first on tap, we had Sir Rose, Rick Ross, Bernard, your boy, um, mastermind, you know, um, this was the one, this was, you know, pushed back a lot through 2013. This was the, the first big project of 2014 in the first quarter. So, um, so 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 what did you think? Did it hit your hit your mark? Did you think uh, you know it was worth the wait or what? Uh I mean it was I definitely liked the album. It went the thing about it though, the way I listened, the way I heard it was a little different. Cause I actually, you know, like you said, we went to the release party. So they really sold the album. Like you had the lights, the sound system, it had the visuals to every song. So I mean just adding that element to it, I was just like, yeah, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? But I had to kind of sit back and listen to it with the headphones on and stuff. But it's still a good album. Few songs that I would, you know, I wouldn't really have on. There, but I think it's you know top to bottom, it's definitely up there. It's one of his you know better works. I didn't like God forgives, I don't. So it's definitely better than that. But I mean, in the element of me being at the release party, the songs, the visuals, the lighting, and all that stuff, you wouldn't you couldn't tell me it wasn't like you know the best album out, you know. But I think right now, listening to it, it's still a good album, but it's not as good as when I first heard it. Cal, what do you think about it? I mean, like I said, like, I'm going to piggyback off Bernard. Uh, the experience was amazing, man. You know, being so, I've never been to something like that for like a rapper. I always go to singer stuff, but like for a rap event, you know, it was cool. You know, Lear Cohen was there. So that was pretty big. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. Like he was just chilling yeah. in that suit, you know, drinking a cup of Ciroc, like on the side. So I guess, you know. He, on the side. Yeah, on the side, just chilling like a regular person. And, you know, like the visuals definitely gave it a, um, it definitely gave it added flavor to it, you know what I'm saying? But like as far as production goes, I feel like this is one of Ross's best produced albums. Um I really feel like uh he's not trying to channel Biggie. Everybody's trying to say he's trying to channel Biggie, but he's not. He's trying to make his own lane. But he he I think he thinks he's the Biggie up today. As far as how he is with the women, you know, piggybacking off again what Bernard said a few shows ago, you know, smooth the ladies, he don't care, you know, he's big, you know, whatever, but he's rich. And the thing about it is I feel like Ross keeps all his albums on the same level playing field. I, I feel like he's never just going to give you that top tier, like, man, this is Ross' best album, bar none. Because if I would say that, 
that this this mastermind was his best album, someone could say, nah, I think deeper than rap is. But well, you can go from you can go to Jay's catalog, Kanye's catalog. You could probably at least get two, but you're not gonna go back and forth naming which is Kanye's best album of all time. You can get at least two. It's not gonna be spread around like Ross's is. Someone could argue Trilla is. Somebody could argue deeper than rap. Teflon Don. It's just like the same. He keeps it safe. Ross never takes no, no dangerous like he never takes no you know outside left field stuff to me personally uh-huh. you know he's keeping uh-huh. the same formula so i mean if i give i out of a 10 i give it a seven um uh-huh. i haven't bumped it since i've been to the party i just i like sanctify i like the beat that much but like everything else is like yeah you know it's cool uh-huh. but it, it, it's not really moving me as i wanted to but it's a good album like that's what you expect from Ross. he gives you a b quality album every time nothing ever a plus Mm-hmm. And I say presentation, my fault cut you off, but presentation wise, it definitely sold me just before the album even started. Because it was a point where the album, when it screened, went black and then it shows, I don't know if you remember, Cal, but it shows Evander Holyfield. But it doesn't show him like, you know, boxing. Like it shows him lamped up in a Lambo, chilling, smiling with money. And then it kind of shows like these exterior shots of the house. And then next thing you know, you see like that picture, like where it's like Ross over the little stairs and stuff looking down. And then you see Ross over the, on the stairs. Like, yeah, I guess it was it was trying to send that message, but then the beat just drops, you know what I'm saying? Then it came on, so you was just like ready, you know? Like he definitely, he definitely sold it. He definitely sold it. Presentation-wise, 10, all, way, all the way, you know? I'll give you that. I'll give you that for real. Like, I feel like if we can give it a 10, but, like, the person that didn't go to this listening party, what do they give it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw some people, I saw, like, two people today on Twitter say Mastermind's trash. I'm like, whoa. I'm not going to say it's trash, but, you know, we got a different experience. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, it's like going to a, a game. That's like going to a Utah Jazz versus Milwaukee Bucks game, right? We floor seats. You know, the game goes double overtime. Man, it's a good game. But ain't nobody really watching that game on TV. You know, it's on ESPN. People may flick to it. But like, yo, that was a great game, even though these are two of the worst teams in the league. But we floor seat. We get an uphand experience in front of our face. So, you know, presentation is a whole lot. And, you know, maybe I'll have to bump that 7 to an 8. But, yeah, you definitely make a good point with the presentation. I mean, what's funny you say... I wonder what a person who didn't go to the release party would say. I didn't go to the release party. So, <laughs> funny you should ask. You know, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I mean, like, I I support exactly what y'all said in terms of it's it's solid. You know what I mean? But I think it, it I still feel the same way I felt a few weeks ago when we talked about this in terms of, you know, the hype is gonna is gonna mess with the expectations that I have, you know, for the for this album. Like it's just kind of, I don't. I mean, I don't know what to. I don't know exactly what to pinpoint, you know, because for me, the production is always gonna be there. Ross is probably a top ten ever at ear for production. You know, that's that's impeccable every time. Like the first time I bumped it in the car. Yeah, I mean, it just, he validates, he validates, you know, you're you at least uh, spending the time to listen to it from a production standpoint. I'm a content person, though, like, you know, not, not 100%, but with the big dogs that I put in my CD player or blast in the car, like, somebody who's claiming to be the boss, I want to think, you know what I'm saying? And I can't, I, I'm kind of like, okay, 
you're kind of just re, you know regurgitating the same lyrics over and over again, and it's just I I don't think as a fan or as a consumer I'm ever gonna get past the fact that the things he's t- like telling me I don't believe it. I don't believe it, and he's reckless as hell with these lyrics when he t- mentions you know shit like Trayvon Martin or he mentions like these pol- these culturally sensitive things. He's just like tossing them out. Like they're just cool things to say. You know what I'm saying? Because that actually is a part of his brand. His brand is luxury and sounding fancy and sounding decadent. Like you're just like over the top. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Tupac, when Tupac saying that back in the day, Tupac said like, yeah, these dudes over on the East Coast, they don't know anything about that Italian lifestyle. All they do is they just like the sound of an Italian dude's name. They don't even know that, you know what I'm saying, like, that kind of stuff. And it just speaks to the, I don't know, it's just more about the, the, on the surface appeal of what he's saying. Like, the words don't actually mean anything. That's me. I'm not going to knock it from a production standpoint, you know, but it's just, I, I was a little disappointed. I was hoping to see something a little bit different. And the, the infamous track everybody talked about with, with Diddy, you know, talking, you know, like he was talking on there. I just found it to be ironic when, I mean, he, there was a point where, did he say the truth will set you free? And I'm like, you're saying the truth will set you free on a Rick Ross project. The dude who's claiming to be like doing this, that, and the third. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that was just super weird to me. Like, you know, how, how that kind of played together. But again, Y'all know how I feel about this, Bernard. I'm sure you got some thoughts on that, but I mean, I would have probably leaned like six and a half, seven, maybe. I definitely, me Ross. I like the album. You know, it's it's. I, I like the album. I, it's definitely, it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, I'm rooting for Ross. I want Ross to win just off the strength that I think he makes good music. I see him as, you know, a nice businessman doing all these different moves. And I like what he's doing over there with Maybach. I say out of all labels, how he can get all this this talent, you get what I'm saying, and actually put him out, you know, and then actually knowing who's high, who's going to be. It was a point where I remember he tried to sign Nipsey. He tried to sign Dom. It was a point where he was going to sign Wiz. I mean, granted, they didn't, you know, they didn't sign, but he knows what's up. He knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, just when it comes to signing these artists and actually putting them out. So I like him for that. I like he putting albums out. He's doing the thing. The production is there. And I mean, like I said, it may not be whether it's the best or the least. You know, I still like Ross. I like what he's doing. If I had to get an album, I'd probably give it. I'm trying to say, should I go numbers or double XLs? I'm going to go XL. I'm going to do the double XL, and I'm going to go XL with it. Solid album, good body of work. It's not whack. It's just not spectacular. You know, it's just a Ross. It's a Rick Ross album. I'll put it like that. Okay, let's make it even more complicated. So if you had to give it a letter grade, what what, what, what letter grade <laughs> would you or, 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 or if you had to give it like a GPA, like what, like what would you look, look at, like a 3.1? Like what would you look at? Like, <laughs> Man, maybe a what? A three point, three point three, maybe three point four. I don't know. Absolutely none. <laughs> oh man! You said absolutely not. That must be yours. Why, why, why you ain't doing Ross's GPA so much, man? I, I'm about to make a world premiere statement right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Wale, oh, 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 oh. Wale Fun is flex. the most talented person on MMG. I'm saying that right okay. now. Wale is the most talented person on MMG. 
He's gonna get better. His album's gonna get better than everybody else's because he has he he wants. But the to thing is, are they? But the thing is, are they checking for Wale? I said like Wale. I seen something was like, yo, if you if I get ten thousand retweets or something like that, you gonna have to like stop. Like I guess Wale was following somebody and they they uh DM each other. He was like, yo, your music sucks. And then I think Wale hit him back like, yo, da da da. And then Dude hit him back like, yo, if I get ten thousand retweets off this. You gotta stop making music. And I think Wale was like bet. And the dude last time I checked, in a matter of like maybe a day, he had six thousand. He only got four hundred followers. You know what I'm saying? But he was at six thousand and that was like two days ago. So I mean, I don't know. I mean he, he makes good music, but it's just pers people wise, I don't think a lot of people I guess it's one of those things where they love to hate him kind of thing. Cause he makes good music, but I don't think people really mess with him as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I personally, I mean, I like Wale's albums, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, he's better on the stuff like the No Hands and the, like he gets people like his stuff on there is better than his content album. I don't know why. Maybe because did you hear him on? Did you hear him on Yo Gotti's album? What you think about that, John? The joint uh, with Neo. That stuff like that is cool, cause you know what I'm saying like he's down with a downplay artist. Yo Gotti's not gonna throw nothing over the head. When Yo Gotti's he's yeah. tight, but he's not gonna give you nothing over the head. So when Wale raps with people like that, his stuff is is potent. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, oh man, like he give you clever wordplay, but it's not like the Wale clever wordplay. It's better than everybody else on the track with him because he's Wale. So like he, I feel like you know, I even go back and say like maybe the Kid Cudi's. Of the other good music, I can't listen to Kid Cudi's albums, but he's personally the most talented. Like he can compete oh, yeah. as far as com com competing with Kanye. He's Kid Cudi's talented. Like I feel like he spawned the whole 808s and Heartbreak sound. Like he helped Kanye with that album. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I mean, definitely, one hundred percent. I'm gonna just back up to the to the Wale point though. The, the from a talent perspective, um, see that's that's unique because then we start to kind of get into the like. Talented is one thing, but like we seen dudes go to the NBA all the time, and like yeah, they got talent. T Mac had talent, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you know, Jonathan Bender had talent, but yeah. you know, can you pull it together in the right ways to become one of the best? The thing yeah. that Bernard mentioned that I think is true is Wale's first impression is going to continuously kick him in the ass because he came yeah. in the game and was a prick to the people who ultimately decide who the best are. Like, there is no championship for hip-hop. There is no, like, LeBron could go win a championship and tell everybody, all right, shut up. Don't give me any more hate. Don't talk any more shit about me. And then it's over. With hip-hop, it's like, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody has purchasing power. Everybody could, you know, people can go make Flowrider platinum and Wale not be platinum. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta eventually have numbers to substantiate you being quote unquote more talented. So I don't know if Wale's ever gonna actually like break out of this impression because this is the third album. And this is the third this is the third album, right? I don't know yeah. if I don't know what's left um, for him to do unless honestly, and I, we talked about this one on, on, on one of the previous episodes, but you know, kind of going to do like um, a joint project like one of those joint projects that everybody talks about like Kendrick and Cole like if yeah. Wale he would have to go like pray and wish and just hope that you know um 
J. Cole and, and Drake want to do like that GQ man of the year like project with him or something like that. Like, I think I would want to hear Wale doing this stuff for the chicks though. Those are some of his best songs to me. Oh yeah, like for go sure. find you a you know what I'm saying something like like the Lotus Flower Bomb that was tight. Girls like you it. You know what I'm saying the joint he had with Gaga was tight. You know what I'm saying. See, the, but uh, the thing is, but see, I don't know. Looking at the trajectory of their of their last couple years, I don't know if that's women love Miguel. Or women what? love Wale. Women love women love Miguel. No, 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 no. What you talking no, no, about? No, 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 no. No, I'm saying I don't know if I, because Lotus Flower Bomb, Miguel was on that. So I'm saying I don't know if the fact that women love it is that like that was just their beginning of their love for Miguel, or if they actually liked Wale. I think I think because women like my mom like that with that Miguel joint with uh, uh what's his name what, what's the joint with J Cole he had all I want is you that joint is hot and short thing you can't tell me what chick they love the short thing joint but adorn no 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 but that's what I'm saying they like. Not necessarily so the think, Wale part. You think bad, bad too though. Bad was yeah maybe because the bad with Rihanna was horrible to me. The bad with Tierra yeah. Thomas. That song was a radio hit. Like this is my thing yeah. with Wale yeah. and you know Rick Ross. I must I always uh, you know we always you know compare sports and rap. So uh, I feel like Wale is Tony Parker, man. Tony Parker balls, but no one ever says he's the best point guard in the league, and no one will ever say he's the best point guard in the league. He got more rings than every point guard in the league right now, but people gonna always say Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, you know, stuff like that. Rick Ross is the Chris Paul, the Derrick Rose is the Russell Westbrook. Wale is a Tony Parker. He silently he silently does win. Like, he silently does win. He's he's attached to a good team. I I think, and I might be wrong by saying this, but I'm pretty sure Lois Flower Bomb is bigger than any song Rick Ross has had as a radio single, as far as what it is. Yeah, as a radio. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, radio. Rick Ross never had like a like he's had songs huge in the radio, but Lois Flower Bomb was a gigantic song. Like and it played the multi station, multi you know, you know, big BMF, BMF is only really going to play on those Lois Flower Bomb played on any station you could think of, bad players on any station you could think of. While Lay tries to diversify himself to you know attach himself with people, and this sometimes I'd be like, like, like you're ready to find these because people because they, they, they like, you listen like they like him. While Lay's a culture, like, he's a culture and influencer. Like as far as you know, he came out, he he associates himself to culture where it be fashion X Y and Z. Rick Ross is you know he got Reebok, but like you know while Lay came out with the whole sneaker thing, you know he gets the people. It's always just one Drake line I always realize, and y'all remember this from so far gone. It's like I guess some hipsters are gonna have to get along with them hood niggas. Wale mm-hmm. knows the perfect form to do that. He can get hipsters like his music. He can get hood people to like his music. While Rick Ross too, but mm-hmm. ain't no really hipsters bumping Ross like that. The hood dudes probably will, but hipsters they like Wale yeah. and hood dudes like Wale, depending on what track he's on. You know what I'm saying? He could be on that track with uh, mm-hmm. my bitch bad looking like a bag of money. People in the hood play that song, but then you got a song like Bad, where white people or, or you know people outside of the urban diaspora will listen to that song. You know what was a hot joint that they went that MIA joint was hot to me. The joint with Wale and Omario that was tight. I don't know what they did with it, but that was how that should have got more love than what it did. Oh, off the the golf self made. Uh, nah, it was like it was like that care package joint. It was off the care package joint. I think it was called. Well, uh, Omarion dropped like a five, six disc joint. It was tight. 
It was tight. But I mean, it's one of them things. I wanna hear I would wanna hear Wale and like Mac Wilds do something. I think that'd be pretty tight. If I was him, I would one hundred percent wanna affiliate with Mac Wilds. I mean the the issue is just about the tone of the coverage that people will give you and the number like people are happy to 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 size big crit. You know what I'm saying? Like people will vouch for him like hard. Like they'll they'll put an extra little oomph into the blog post when they yeah. talk about like yo go 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 ride for yeah. big crit. Wild. See, the thing is, dudes, like, yeah, yeah. He got I, and, and that's the thing. I he think he's got a fan base too, but it's not. It's it's just it's just less sexy to quote unquote like or or go go ride or die for for Wale, you know, for some reason. But I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, MMGs are interesting because we have we've had this whole conversation. I haven't mentioned Meek. I think Meek. I think Meek's a you know yeah Meek Meek Meek's got love too. Yeah, he he like to me he remind me of like the new Fab a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Somewhat, not all the way, but kind of like that same style, and you know what I'm saying? Kind of like, but he, I mean, the thing, the difference between him and Fab when Fab first came out, it was social media. Like Meek Mill, you ever read his comments on motherfucking like Instagram and shit? Yo, these chicks is crazy. Like I mean, for real. Like really, just go and look at his comments. Like they're fucking nuts. But I mean, I think the th- the difference between him and the Fab Fab wasn't around when all that other stuff was going on. But I really that's how I kind of see him. He's gonna you know make his songs here and there. He's gonna do his little albums, mixtapes. He's gonna get his shows, and he gonna he gonna showcase it. He got his crew with him, and he gonna showcase that through this IG, through that Twitter, and that's what he's gonna do. Well, that's you know we we just gave y'all the whole MMG report on that one, but <laughs> sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by m- 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 Maybach Music. What up, y'all? Keep it locked to Wrapped Up Radio. Next episode, we're gonna get into more new music by Sci High to Prince, Schoolboy Q, and also let you know which festivals you should start thinking about uh, going to this summer. We got a lot on deck, so keep it locked here to Wrap Up Radio.